This is Four Network. Credo is the daft of the Football Daft podcast. Is that a good story? Is that a good story? I've got an encyclopedia brain. He's got a damn man nothing. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Why are you a fucking hula? <laughs> this is Football Daft. You're a Rangers man. Uh, I'm a Hearts man. <laughs> With Ewan Cameron. I work for Showtime in ESPN. <laughs> and. Be the top end of Stevenson. Grimino! Hello. Uh, wait a minute. Shouldn't it be encyclopedic brain? Aye, he was murdered for that, Ewan. It's encyclopedic. Uh, anyway, Ewan Cameron, our good pal, is still taking a, a little bit of time out from the podcast. He's not been sacked. Everyone keeps asking me that. Oh, has on he been Twitter. Sacked? No, he's been right, sacked. No. Right, okay, okay. Do you not like him? Every time I leave this building, I say, right, Ewan, you're my best mate. And he goes, right, okay, bye. <laughs> and I go, but you're my best mate. Aye, I know. See you later. Bye. <laughs> oh, no. I said, I love you. Aye. I get nothing back for him. Oh. Well, I like him anyway. Fuck him. Anyway, um, where were we? Well, oh, foot- yes. Hello. Football daft, man. Welcome back. Thank you very much. I'm standing host David Tanner, two in a row. Aye, you're doing well, mate. Uh, talk me through why you're winning an Arbroath FC tap. Because one of my best pals is Ricky Little, and uh, I keep oh, in the previous episodes I've called him the Arbroath captain, and he was at my bit last week. He goes, Stop fucking saying I'm the captain. I'm not the captain. It's Bobby I'm Lynn. not the captain. Aye, he's gone. You're, you're giving me a red neck. I'm not the captain. So, so I apologise. Ricky isn't the captain, but he is the centre half. Great centre half. Brilliant result the weekend, David. Uh, they beat mm. Partick Thistle at Fur Hill, three one. Good result for the lefties, mm-hmm. um, and they've given him this tap for nothing. So I'm delighted because he was, he did ask for a tap for his uh, mm-hmm. his nephew, and he had to pay twenty five bar for it. And he asked for it, and he, uh, he got it. Big Redos want a tap, and I got it for he ho. Now your tongue. How did you enjoy last week? I really enjoyed it. I thought Willow Flood was fantastic. And Stephen Doby, who's coming in shortly, Queen of the South legend, of course, he's got a really tough act to follow to be, to be better than uh, Willow last week. It was absolutely superb. By the way, guess who I met this week? Who? One of my heroes in broadcasting. Have a guess. Jenny McNee. Jenny McNee? No, 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 no. Jock, uh, who was the one that was at Celtic, the director of football? Jock Brown. Jock Brown. Close. Mm. You're really close. Right, Diggy Donnelly, I know you were kissing his hoop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Diggy Donnelly. Let's see him, where was he? There's your dinner. Diggy was hosting the Scottish Football Awards at Hampden Park at the inductee dinner. Double D was there. Who was inducted in this, this Hall of Fame this week? Isn't A great batch, Seep actually. Dijkstra. Hearts. Steve <laughs> Dijkstra missed out this oh. time. Um, but if there ever is a porn star looky-likey Hall of Fame, he should be in it, along with Dirk. Layman, Dirk Layman from Hibs. See the Hibs goalie. No, he was a Hibs striker. Played with you at Motherwell as well. Who? Uh, Macalambi. Remember him? Hibs goalie. Eve Macalambi. Ah, uh, he was. He was. He was. He, a, there was that he was all right. of Hibs goalies that were doing really well, and then Edinburgh Derby. Aye. Throw one in the net. It was Mark Brown as well. He was. He played with Hibs, didn't he? Yeah. And Rangers and Celtic. Yeah. Ross County. They played Ross County. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he played in the five-one cup final, didn't he, in twenty twelve? Uh, for Hibs. Oh, Oops. did he? Unfortunate. Aye. Awkward. I felt he's a Polishman now. Really? I think I've heard that. I think it he could be wrong. I think did he not right, did he? He was at Morton for a bit, and then he, he gets some dream move to aye. the Middle East. Also, the there's, East. there's a few uh, players have been on to be called. Roddy McDonald. Right, aye. Rangers, I had, uh, sorry, Celtic and Hearts. I heard Scott Wilson centre half. 
Yeah, nice. I've, I've seen him at Ibrox. He's got a big beard. You're joking, as a copper? Yeah. Roddy McDonald um, worked at uh, Ibrox as well. Really? Yep. And uh, Lex Bailey, ex Celtic. He was a Polish man at Hamilton. Kevin James. You're joking, the big centre half. Aye. You're kidding me on as a copper. Stop, 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 stop the tape. We need to fix that. It's big Kevin James. You can't say Kevin James. It's got to be. Big Kevin James. Oh, he was a... He's a Polish man. Aye. Aye. Why not like being hugged with that? Fucking big bastard. <laughs> Oof. And also, you know, speaking of um, jobs, it's like my brother um, what's offshore and the amount of players he says, oh, you know, I was offshore this week or this month with uh, Jim Hamilton. Jim Hamilton? What uh, team did he play for again? I can't even remember. <laughs> what team, did, what team did he play team. for? Every fucking team. Every team. It's, it's surprising to hear... Um, the amount of players that go into do stuff like that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, to answer your question of about ten minutes ago, inducted into the Scottish Football Hall of Fame. What about these four legends? Hearts, John Robertson, now oh, the best Cali Thistle manager. Mm-hmm. Colin Steen, uh, Scotland's first hundred thousand pound player between two Scottish clubs. Um, scored in the Rangers European Cup final. Cup final. Um, who else? Did you present us, David? Joey Harper. It was Edugi. Right. Any cuffs, any rollabouts, any... No, but uh, Joe Harper was absolutely superb. Joe um, was being asked about his career, but he slipped into his after-dinner routine. It was absolutely superb. A stand-up, a bit yeah, of stand-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd have been cool. talking about birds and shagging and all the uh, rest of it. And that's what you want, but isn't it? I'm not sure Doogie was looking for that, though. Grado's <laughs> 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 rant. My rant is, this poor lassie that's been on EastEnders, she's been in the papers, yeah, basically the papers making a failure because she works in Lidl. And I don't think that should be a, a, a news article. They're taking the piss out of the lassie. The lassie's in between jobs. You know, you want the telly, nothing's ever guaranteed. Mm. There's nothing wrong with somebody going out to earn an extra couple of coins for, for their family. You know, mm-hmm. I worked in the fire brigade for 10 years, right? And I used to day everybody's nothing because I always wanted Saturday and Sunday nights half for the wrestling. And at the start, it was all right. You know, oh, Greedo's needing an eight half for the wrestling. The novelty wore off. I used to wrestle in Florida. Get a flight back into Glasgow Centre, into Glasgow Airport, get in at six in the morning. I'd sleep in the airport for two hours and then go and do a 10 hour day shift in the fire brigade, then go and wrestle at night. Wow. There's nothing wrong with that. People work, want it, you know what I'm saying? And it's and it'll be the same with football players as well. I mean, I've got this tap off Ricky. Ricky works Monday to Friday. I don't see why this is this has to be put in the media where people need to be embarrassed about where they work and you know, because they work in the telly. Because I'll tell you what. The money in telly is not what it was 20 years ago. You could probably tell it. You and your fucking mob back in the 90s, you all scoofed it in, didn't you? Yeah, the lot. You did. You had a Rolls Royce in the 1990s. Exactly, exactly. And a trans card for the buses. Correct. He's fucking, he's were all greedy bastards. (laughs) Barrymore. (laughs) Fucking RM. They were all earning a million pound a night. No. Let's fuck all. Can I tell you the best other job ever come across in football? And I've just remembered it there while you were talking, while you were ranting. It was a guy who played for our broth. And we were doing the game live, or both Celtic, I think, in the Scottish Cup on Sky. And Kieran McInespy, he was a good player, played for Sir Johnson and yeah. Fulham, I think. Kieran, by this point, was part-time with our broth. And you know what his other job was? What? He was the cameraman on Pornhub. Seriously? Yeah, or one of those... Aye, one of those um, sort of chat shows. You know, this, what was it? What what, you, mean, you mean Babe Station? Babe Station, You're yeah. kidding me on? Yeah. You're joking? Yeah. That's fucking brilliant. Seriously, he was a cameraman? Yeah. There's no much to do in that. He just lets Sunday let the camera go because it's just 
pinting at the one woman in it. Well, yeah, yeah, you gotta keep yourself busy. You can sure. me on. You can someday. Yeah, in fact, one of the guys. Kens him, he's a football player, and he, that's he's always a one of the guys. I'm sure it was Kieran McInnesby. That is class. Yeah. What a job. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Imagine fucking being the babe station cameraman. Would you look? Would I look? Oh no, 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 no. Uh. So, let's look back to the weekend's games, Credo. <laughs> and to put this in context, we're recording this on Wednesday afternoon. We've got games tonight, so we're not going to talk about those uh, midweek games, mainly because they've not been played yet. It would be stupid. Yes, it would be daft. But let's talk Killy. Moving up to third, Gary Dicker scoring back to back. Have they moved up to third, David? Yeah, yeah. Have they? Gary, Gary Dicker was scoring back to back games. I mean, that's like... That's like Haley's Comet arriving twice in a fortnight. Because <laughs> right. he's no scored in a while, isn't he? No? Oh, Apart before that. Years, yeah. You know, David, the problem with that game was when I was watching the highlights was the strips. It done my tits in. Kelly, I don't know why they weren't wearing their blue and white. They were in their navy. St. Murn were wearing purple. CT, wear, CT watched that. Only telly. It biffed me out. I couldn't tell which team mm-hmm. was what. I mean, I think I've got not all right sight and vision, but it done my tits in. Mm-hmm. But I was happy for... Uh, Gordon Sawyers, my mate, um, <laughs> Kelly fan. I get three points. He'll, uh, that's um, that's him going to be a half. Alessio's back for a week at least. He was singing Alessio, Alessio on Facebook. I'll calm down. I prefer it when Kelly lose though, and your man sort yes. of rants. To be honest yeah. with you, to be honest with you, I. But as I say, Kelly, hopefully, well, no, nah, I'm not a Kelly fan. Fuck them. Now, Hibs 2, Ross County 2. Great recovery by County from there. Pogering at Celtic Park, but any chance Hibs can win a game? Oh, come on, man. Hibs, I mean, they're up 2-0. Uh, Where's the boy Cam Berry? Missed a couple of sitters near the, mm-hmm. bef- before um, County uh, sc- scored. I, just, I couldn't believe watching them going, they're 2-0 up. Come on, hold on. Surely you want to hold on. And they lose two goals in the last 15 minutes. Just watching them, the way they just sat off. Ross County thinking that the game was over. Shocking, I'd be raging if I was second bottom. Or as uh, Craig Beatty said on Clyde at the weekend, Paul, second bottom. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, that, that was good part for Craig Beatty. <laughs> uh, no wins in five for Hibs as of Saturday gone by. Which team is a point off the foot of the Scottish Premiership? Pop quiz. A foot off the bottom? Yeah. A point off the bottom. Is it Hearts, no? Yeah. Is it? That's awful. Hearts nil, Livingston nil. And I can tell you the scoreline flat of the game. Mm, <laughs> uh, again, what I've seen, Ipiachu. Is it Ipiachu? Ipiachu. Is that like Ipiachu? Ipiachu, Sorry. This is why everyone tunes into this podcast <laughs> for moments like that. Well, Ipiachu. Missed an absolute sitter, absolute sitter. And I can tell you the Hearts fans were not happy at full time. Mm. Yeah, the Hearts players were getting absolutely ticked. And neither was Craig Levian. Now, <laughs> for me, performance of the weekend with respect to Celtic, Bathory and Aberdeen, St. Johnson. St. Johnson. Not only getting their first win of the season, but scoring three goals mm-hmm. I don't against Ham. I'm so happy because with that, Mr. Angry from Perth tweeting us last week saying that Tommy should go. And to that fella, I say, as I said last week, <laughs> <laughs> I get it up you. Well, St. Johnson, <laughs> I think again, was it no two each? It was it no two all? And then eventually. Yeah. And right. whose son scored the winning goal? Whose son scored the winning goal? I'll give you a clue. Braveheart. 
Mel Gibson. Hey, <laughs> it was Colin Hendry's laddie Callum. Was it honestly? Yeah, yeah. So a big, uh, big Hendo on Twitter and on Facebook was uh, was posting that. So really pleased for him. Um, Rangers two, Motherwell one. Rangers were shite in the first half. Oh, the Rangers were shite. Shite in the first half. Uh, although uh, there was a couple of penalty claims in the first half, I think one of them. Uh, was justified. The penalty was definitely justified. There was a commentator I listened to the weekend who, in the replay, said nothing in that absolute bollocks. <laughs> it was a, as we call in the wrestling, it was a, it was a shoulder tackle. Right. Anywhere on the part, that's a free kick for that comment. Yeah. For that commentator to say it wasn't a penalty, absolute disgrace. Now remind me when we were doing our scoreline predictions last week. Remind me who was it that said Aberdeen nil, Celtic four? I'll give you a clue. It was his first appearance on this program as guest host. Oh, was it you? Did you say that? Yes. Well done, mate. Well, I didn't see that coming. Did I win anything for that, uh, producer John? No, you can't win anything. What I will say about that is uh, the Celtic player from from, from Prong, <laughs> from Prong. <laughs> what's his name? He looks a player, and he's Jeremy only eighteen year old. Palm. Aye, he's only eighteen year old, David. If you watched, did you see the game? Yeah, he played outstanding, absolute. If I was a Celtic yeah, fan, perfect. I'd be really excited. An about assist him. and a goal for him. Right, and Love if it wasn't for Joe Lewis, it would have been a lot more. He's a really, he's an underrated keeper for me, uh, Tanner. I would, um, I'd say he could get a move for Aberdeen somewhere. What a week for Celtic, though. If this league is going to be decided on goal difference this week. The two mm. back-to-back Saturdays there, ten nil in aggregate. I know it's snowing. You know, Aye. so just saying. So the league's over. That's it. <laughs> All that's right. it for the season. Good night. You know that's going to be the headlines in the sun next couple of days. David Tanner says the league's over. <laughs> it's the most sensible thing I've said today. So we've got some reaction from social media on last week's games. We've got some here noted down. I've got Isabel Braidwood. Time Tav was removed from the Rangers team and taken off spot kicks and armband. I think that's <laughs> a bit harsh. Isabel's no messing about, is she? That, See, I, that, that annoys Bella me. Bella come on. That annoys me eyes up. Um, you know, it's like bang, bang. Bang! It's like she's hit him with a triple whammy. Cam Dune. Cam Dune. Support your captain. That's what I'm saying. And Gerard said at the end of the game, he needs support. Um, a lot of people were saying that the Rangers fans were booing Tav. The Rangers fans weren't booing Tav. There was the Motherwell fans who thought that Tav had dived in the box for the penalty. Um, mm-hmm. with, with regards to the penalty kicks, I they agree with that. I think I don't see why he needs to take every penalty when there's Jermaine Defoe in the part, Tanner. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's decent. why can't he step up Half and decent. have a go? Matthew Inkster, who I think is a Don's fan, has texted or tweeted us and said, uh, his job is safe, but Cheerio McInnes and a wee wave emoji. His ineptitude against the OF, old firm, is plain to see. No guts, no glory. Although, if he goes, we're going to take three steps back like after Calderwood left. Uh, listen, Derek McInnes has had to rebuild that team every year for the last three years. Um, this year, it's been tougher. But I tell you what, Celtic and Rangers are better this year. No, that's true. So, you know, and key signings haven't played as much as they would have liked. Uh, I think it's just, you know, I, I just think it's knee-jerk. I really do. But do you think there's going to come to a point, David, where the Aberdeen fans are finally going to turn on, event- or so to say, eventually turn on McInnes? Do you, can, can you well, see that happening? I mean, if Matthew's a Dons fan, he already has. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but there's I no believe... many of them, I don't think, David. I don't think there's many of them. No, I think I think more sensible. But I mean, listen, you get gubbed 4-0 at home. 
um, by Celtic, then you know you're, you're going to get hacked off. I get that. Uh, who's next? Matt Reed. Matt Reed. Hacking bottom needs to go. We could be bottom by 10 p.m. on Wednesday. Um, that's true. And there is no word from the board. If Livy beat us, hate to think what Celtic will do at Hamden. So here's the thing. Hearts and Hibs fans are saying to sack the managers, their respective managers, in the week of the Betfred Cup finals at Hamden Park. That is the definition of pure mental. But that's but the thing is, David, right, that's the, the, the issue I've got with you saying that is, for what I gather, you don't support a team. Mm-hmm. You don't have a team with the, that, you, that you love and that you go Scotland. and follow. Right, okay, right. Although but I what I'm saying is... Love is being tested. But what I'm saying is, you don't have the same passion, you don't hurt the same as when these people, when these mm-hmm. people's teams lose... So Very I don't true. think you. I, un- I, don't I wish I understand that, but sometimes it's over the top. Aye, it's over the top. But can you understand what I'm coming for? People yeah. like you are not to be trusted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Would you accept a lift from me, John? Yes, of course, David. You fool. <laughs> what are you fumbling with down there? My vape. Sorry, I know it's unprofessional having it in this. Uh, I wonder what it was. Studio because I'm I've been barred for using it in the office later because everybody mm-hmm. else has been barred. But the thing is, I was in forty snout a day, Davy. So my girlfriend got oh. me a vape. Aye, man, it's bad, 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 bad. She's got me a vape, and last week I was ranting about about not being able to get my vape in Paisley. Mm. So the nice people at VPZ have been in touch to let us know that the store has moved the Piazza Centre to the High Street. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for letting us know. They've got over 125 stores across the country and one of the fastest growing companies in Scotland with 300 stores planned by the end of 2021. I've got one in Sulkets I was doing there yesterday. Now, if you're thinking of jacking in the fags, mm-hmm. you're thinking about going to Vaping, you've got a money-back guarantee on the Inokin T18E bundle. So what that means is you get the vape and you get five 10 milliliter e-liquids, which is perfect for making a switch. That's what I've done. And get this, Tanner boy. MD that goes into the store between the 1st and 3rd of November and says the word, Greedo! Yep. We'll get an extra 10 milliliter e-liquid with our in-store purchase. So you just going to show up and say, Greedo, and they'll give you an extra wee bottle. Greedo? <laughs> Aye, so do that. So head along to VBZ now and say, Grado. To get an extra 10 milliliter e-liquid with your purchase, check out your nearest store at vpz.co.uk where you will find the terms and conditions. And I just want to say that since going to vaping, I've tried going to other shops to vape. I've limited my, my tobacco, my nicotine, so I'm trying to get that done all together so it's just juice that's in it. And I must admit, the VPZ stuff is the best. Not that you give a fuck, but that is better. <laughs> So, still to come, Stephen Doby, a veteran of the football world, but we're joined now for Who Are You? by a man who's double his age, a veteran in my line of work, the broadcasting game, and that is Sir Hugh Keevans. <laughs> Hugh. Nice to see you. Nice to see you too as well. Um, how this works then is this big hairy wrestler, Grado, comes in, blindfolded, uh-huh. and has to guess who you are. Yeah. Now, we've asked him to wash his hands yeah. and to heat them up a bit, but they're maybe touching. Are you okay with that? I spent my teenage years in drum chapel. <laughs> I'm used to grappling of all sorts. I hate to think, I was wondering where you were going to go with that. <laughs> I thought you were going to take us to the Locarno 
I, or the Barrowland of a Saturday a, night in the 1920s. I've not had a delicate upbringing. Born in Partick, teenage years in Drumchapel, married years in Clydebank. There's no silver spoon to be found anywhere. <laughs> Where are you going to retire to then, Largs? Somewhere posh? Uh, I'd like to think somewhere warm. You know, maybe Troon or... I do not. Now, for those of you listening outside Western Central Scotland, there is a phenomenon that is called Super Scoreboard, which is uh, Radio Clyde, uh, the local ILR station here in Glasgow. Um, and I don't know what the figures are now, but when I worked on it as a kid, they got half a million listeners every Saturday, which is a quarter of the available population. Yeah. And an old firm day before Sky showed them live... Uh-huh. They got a million listeners, yeah. literally half the population, and the BBC Sports Sound didn't register. So Hugh is the star of that, and you have been for, well, you were just telling me half of your life now, I and mean, that's, in, that's incredible. Yeah. Was, was it life-changing getting a job on, calling it local radio undersells it, because it ranks above satellite TV and terrestrial TV in this part of the world, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... Um it all started for me. I wrote a book with a, a good friend of mine, Kevin McCara. Mm-hmm. 100 Cups, it was called, The History of the Scottish Cup. I did an interview with Richard Park, legendary presenter of the My program. hero. Yes. And again, he'll not be known out with Central Scotland. Yeah, well, I, I, I was interviewed by Richard at Hamden Park on the Saturday. And uh, on the Monday, I received a phone call asking me if I would come in for an interview. Now, I had no thoughts whatsoever about a, a, a career in broadcasting, far less half of my life there. And many years later, I was told by Paul Cooney, who was a presenter of the programme as well, that they had listened back to the interview and Richard Park had said, that guy's got a weird voice. <laughs> so a whole career in radio was not based on any God-given talent for the the medium. It was based purely and simply on, that guy's got a weird voice. Being unique. So a face for radio and a voice yeah. for newspapers, <laughs> and it's been tremendous. The, 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 the biggest thing, and I'd like to mention him, the biggest thing was at the age of 47, I was uh, paired up with a young, call him what you will, music presenter or DJ, called George Bowie. A phenomenon. Yes. And again, George does the, the Radio Clyde FM breakfast show, but across Scotland, everyone will know him for being the host of GBX, yeah. which is a phenomenon. So you started with him when you were 47. 47. I was heading, metaphorically, for the pipe, the slippers, and the fireplace. <laughs> and I was paired with this guy who or immediately... Or a broadsheet newspaper. <laughs> who immediately christened me the Shugster. <laughs> and my darling wife said to me, what does that mean? And I said, I don't know, but it sounds like fun. So uh, one week into my time with George on the breakfast show, mm. I had received an application form for Seventh Heaven Lap Dancing Club. Oh. I had received uh, an application to join the Harvard Hair Clinic. And I had received a brochure from Stena Stairlifts. <laughs> so I thought, I'm not having this. And as I marched towards Alec Dixon, another man you know very well, who ran the place. Good Lord. 
As I was marching towards his office full of righteous indignation, I thought, this guy Bowie is going to reinvent me. <laughs> so I turned on my heels and I get into it with George Bowie and I had a fabulous time with him and I'll always credit George Bowie for having reinvented me mm-hmm. and instead of being 47 going on 48, mm-hmm. I then became 47 going on 44, 41, <laughs> 39. Uh, and you got I a showbiz age. What about the offer to go to the lap dancing? Did you take them up on it? No. <laughs> uh, Lady Keevans would not have approved, and therefore, uh, if, uh, if she not doesn't approve, no. I mean, you've met the woman, you know, it's not a woman mm. to be trifled with. You know? Janet, it's a feisty woman, John, a feisty woman. And of course, there would have been that problem. I imagine your glasses would have steamed up. <laughs> so the value would have been questionable. Uh, Stennis airlift, maybe one day? Um, well, we've moved to a flat now, you see. We used to <laughs> a bungalow. Yeah, we moved to a flat, uh, and we're on the first floor, so there's no stairs involved. And the hair transplant? Well, thank goodness I've, I've got some left, and that's fine. That's good, that's good. But it shows you, even back then, before the advent of social media, you were a, an influencer, clearly, <laughs> for the kids and for the uh, those who can't make it up the stairs of an evening or a, or a morning, for that matter. Um, what about the... What about the awkward things that have happened? Has there ever been a point where your fame has been a pain in the backside? The, the, there's a, a downside to being a columnist. I went to the Sunday Mail, and uh, I'm sure that I did so because Radio Clyde had given me a, a profile. And in the first week, um, I had a, a phone call from a dear friend, someone whose biography I also wrote, Tommy Burns, and he did not like something that I had written in my inaugural column for the Sunday Mail. And, oh, really? Uh, he gave me what for on the phone. Uh, so I realised then that if you are a columnist and your job is to offer an opinion, it may have consequences. The biggest consequence of all <laughs> was being thrown out of the Celtic Social Club in London Road <laughs> uh, when Kenny Dalgleish was interim manager. You remember that John Barnes got a job, lasted a, a few months, mm-hmm. went out the cup to Inverness Cali Thistle at Celtic Park and lost his job. Kenny took over from then until the end of the season and three weeks later Celtic are playing at Dundee at Dens Park. Now, it's the dream of all young boys in Glasgow to hear the crowd at a football match, sing their name. <laughs> and at Dens Park, I could hear it starting. Shoe <laughs> Chevens, you're a wank. <laughs> uh, <coughs> and I looked down at the I looked down at the touchline, and there was Sir Kenny urging the crowd to sing it louder. No way, was he conducting the choir? Sing it louder. Good. And then on the Monday, <laughs> I'm at a cash point in the city centre. <laughs> and I felt the sharp object in my back. And a man in, we'll call it a mock Irish accent, saying, put your hands on the air. <laughs> and I thought, no, surely not. <laughs> and turn around slowly. And I thought, oh my God, 
A flash point at the cash point. Where's this going? I turned around and it was Bobby Williamson, the Kilmarnock manager. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, <laughs> now, Bobby and I got on famously. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, he was at one of my girl's weddings and uh, he's a terrific guy. Grumpy as can yeah. be. But, we uh, must ask Stephen Dobie about him later. But a grumpy, lovable guy. And I said, Bobby, I nearly jumped out my skin there. And he could see that I was genuinely ashen-faced yeah. because I thought, oh. And he said, oh. And we went round to Charlie Necklace at a pub in town at that time. Cafe Cine, apparently. We, I was never there. <laughs> and we, Much. We went, we went round there for the afternoon until... Janet called and said, where are you? <laughs> and I said, I met Bobby Williamson. Get back home. Uh, so, the, as I say, these things grew arms and legs. Mm -hmm. uh, but mm -hmm. it was part of a life spent in this game. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, I always say to every taxi driver who will say to me, you ever get fed up with it? And I always say, listen, it paid for two daughters' weddings. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, a way of earning money, but it was a great way of earning money. You've never dr uh, driven? I took lessons mm -hmm. and I took a test. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the test, the gentleman brought out the sheet of paper and I said, listen, let's not bother with that. You don't need to tell me what was good at uh -huh. or bad at. Uh -huh. I just hope this has not been a career-changing moment for you. <laughs> get out of the car, As he shut was the fishing door. out the Clyde. <laughs> I never went back into the driver's side again. So because of that, you've had to put up with every taxi driver in Clyde Bank, yeah. Drumchapel, Glasgow, and had to listen to every pub rumour. What's the pub worst pub rumour or the worst taxi driver rumour delivered to you as fact, of course? It wasn't me. It was my wife. My wife drives. Her car was in for a service. She was shopping. We lived in Clyde Bank at that particular time. She was shopping and she was bringing the shopping back by taxi. So she said Park Hall Road, which was where we lived at that time. I said, oh, Park Hall Road. That's you, Keevans, lives there. I said, does he really? Ah, he lives there. Celtic bought him the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So uh, she... Had to listen to the full rant about uh, Peter Lawwell looks after him and da 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 da. Got to the door and uh, as I say, my, my wife is a, a Highlander. I said, I am Mrs. Keevans. Celtic didn't buy that house and she banged the door shut and that was the end of that taxi ride. Brilliant. So, you know, people. People they all have their own truth, don't they? Yeah, I mean, the, the, uh, for the most part, the, the younger element of the Celtic supporters who are too young to know about anything, uh, uh, they will have me down as anti-Celtic. Uh, the Ranger supporters uh, will believe that um, I am worked from the back by Peter Lawwell. As I always say to people, I'm not good enough for the green half of the city who know that I was born into the green half of the city. And because I'm not from the blue half of the city, the blue half of the city don't trust me. So I'm in the middle, disliked by the pair of them. Listen, I remember as a 16-year-old starting uh, schoolboy at Radio Clyde, um, you may have seen me in my school uniform for midweek <laughs> programmes. 
But I remember the first week I was in, and you said... News from Tannadice. Kevin Gallagher has pissed a late fatness test. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was the first outtake that I can remember. And I remember telling the sports editor at the time, Ken McRobb, did you hear that? And his face lit up and he ran away to get the tape and it appeared in a thing, and I'd never heard of this, called the Christmas tape. Uh, what is your worst Christmas tape? Upcock. Uh, uh, probably that. I mean, it, once it's out your mouth, it's out. It's gone. You can't bring it back. Uh, I'm actually surprised that there haven't been more of those. Yeah. Uh, it's like, you know, the phone-in super scoreboard. People think that one in every two callers will swear at some point. They don't. Mm. It's quite remarkable. I had two in seven years. Yeah. The, 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 there are, and there will always be, some who do, and they don't do it because they swear naturally. They just get excited and carried away. Mm -hmm. I went back home one night, and Janet said to me, how was the programme? And I said, yeah, it was fine, but one guy gave me a terrible time on the phone. And what about? I said, well, we're discussing <laughs> Danny McGrain. I was, oh, yeah, yeah. And I said, uh, how do you know so much about it? He said, oh, he's phoning from here. Said, <laughs> what, your house? Yeah. <laughs> right. I said, do you remember when you left, they were delivering the tumble dryer, and the guy was going to plummet in. I said, well, it got to five o'clock, and he said, Mrs. Stevens, would it be okay if you use your phone? And he phoned the programme. <laughs> and I heard them giving you a hard time. And I said, you're telling me that I get dog's abuse and I was paying for the call. <laughs> and I said, yeah. And I said, well, what do you think about that? I said, well, you deserve all you get. And that was the end of the... the one of the toughest calls ever, I was paid that for the call. That is That is crackpot behaviour. We're going to get John to play a sting, and then we will re-emerge in moments from now with a big, hairy wrestler sitting next to you. Good. So here we are then. Right, Grado, well, welcome to the studio. We've been having great chat here without you. I know, he's more taking ages. <laughs> um, Should I start the process? Yeah, I, I think first of all, you, just to give you an idea of the sort of individual that you've got sitting next to you and you cannot see because you're blindfolded, have a little feel at this gentleman's clobber. Right, so... Now, what about that for quality? What are you feeling there? Oh, that is a that is a thick that is a thick jerkin, <laughs> or it is a thick it's a thick suit coat. Is that a suit coat? Is what? that iron cotton? <laughs> is that an iron? Oh, sorry, I poked your face there. Uh, so you, we're they've got their hot, they've got their horns, uh, f they've got their arms folded. Uh -huh. That's a defensive way. Uh, who can mm. blame? Who can blame him? But, but it's a venerable individual. A venerable? Yeah, not venereal. What the fuck? David, stop hitting me with these big words. Smart. It's a smart person. It's a, it's a, oh. a, a gentleman of, of, of class. Now, how uh, many chins has he got? Right. Uh, it's us. It's us. Am I, 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 I like to see the person's got fun here? 
Yeah, yeah, you, you would accept that. Thin. Not not balding, but thin. Right, thin. Side shed. Get a side shed on there. Want to go? Yeah, again, a gentleman of a certain age. So you're an older guy. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, mm. you're very smart. Can I take a sniff of you, Mister Older Man? Might be embalming fluid. You smell. <laughs> Why? You smell like my gran. <laughs> do you do you wear never a visage? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very good. You might want to start asking some questions about about um, this gentleman's line of work. Yeah, uh, right. So, were you uh, involved in television and entertainment? I am. That is a put-on voice. Is it, it a? Right. No. I've just realised. Have you? Have you? Yeah. Yeah. A presenter. In a way. Have we, we got a yank in here? Is it a yank? Well, um... Or is he putting on the accent? Uh, the Celtic crowd once said it was a wank. <laughs> uh, that you're sitting All right, okay, to. so you're football-related. Yes. Right. So you're an old... You're an old telepresenter. No. no. You're an old commentator. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you an old commentator? I was. How, do you, how did you pronounce... Demarcus Beasley? Demarcus Beasley. Right, okay. <laughs> because there's this commentator out there that was calling him Marcus de Beasley, and that was never his name. <laughs> so it's no Archie McPherson. Oh, oh, oh. No, no. But along that the lines, no? Uh, you, did uh, so, yeah. Have you ever worked with Archie McPherson? Hold on, hold on, hold on. No way, hold on, wait a minute. I can't believe it. Just what you just said there. Right, and I'm just adding it up. Glasses, you smell like my gran. Is it Hugh Keevans? It is. Yeah! <laughs> oh, I'm delighted with that. Oh, I'm, do you know what? I'm starstruck. I'm, I'm literally starstruck. So you should be, young man. I've always wanted to meet you. Thank you. Oh, it's great seeing you. Oh, do you know what? You know what I like about you, Hugh? When you, when you're this will be a when you're, you were, No, but I like when you're on the radio. You always, you've, you're good at pronouncing things like... How do you say astute? Astute. See? Yeah. I well, like that. No glorful stuff here. And there's, oh, there's another word that you say that I always pick up and I go, he's really good at the English language. I suppose that's why you're on the telly, isn't it? That's why you get radio. You've got a good knowledge of ver- verbals. You're good at the, you know what I mean? Yeah, Does he's that articulate make sense? as fuck. Articulate as fuck. That's what you're, Hug. I've been everywhere now. <laughs> this is great. Now, you see, I'm a regular listener to Radio Clyde, right? Uh, I love when you're on and... I was away in the summer. I went um, to a lodge house with my girlfriend, and I said, I need to listen tonight because Ewan's on the night. Yeah. And see, when I was listening, I thought, Hugh Keevens cannot be asked with Ewan Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> I goes, he cannot. That he, this is this is a graph for Peril Shug here. I goes, this is nay. Hugh, Ewan's annoying him. Well, I remember his first rant. It was a Monday. It was a Monday night. It was yeah. no rant about. Did, it was, was about Neil then. Aye. Uh, and he went off the deep end, and said that Neil would be sacked by Christmas. Oh, that's his usual carry on. And for once, I didn't interrupt. You know, <laughs> I, I let him <laughs> hang himself and hang himself <laughs> and hang himself, and then came in and <laughs> slap him. <laughs> uh, now, I've got uh, a high regard for Ewan because you can't be as popular as Ewan unless you're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I thought he's way over the top and he's given this his best shot, as you said earlier, to shock. 
Uh, he thinks uh, he's Katie Hopkins. But, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean by that? Do you, do you, uh, he looks uh, for the shock. He wants to. He's better looking stuff. than Katie Hopkins to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I thought just Rain think, it in a bit. think of your answer. Think of your answer. Don't say anything. Just let him go right off the top deal. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, he has since then gone back and said, right, I got it wrong. Neil Lennon will not be sacked by Christmas. Uh, well, so it's only Halloween. Yeah. Well, was there ever a pundit, Huey? That I remember Jerry McNee and Chick Young having a real ding dong one time, and I get the feeling that Archie and Chick didn't see eye to eye when they yeah. were on Radio Clyde. Yeah, I don't know why I got that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> was there ever one that you didn't like yourself, and it was that there was a genuine edge to your on air hand grenade throwing? You? <laughs> 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 no. I, I, I don't think I've ever disliked anyone. You know, you've had your verbal spats. What about players or managers? Aye. I've disliked a few of those, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they'd probably dislike you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Aye, that, that's but, the way it goes, but isn't but it? that's allowable. Mm-hmm. How did you get on with Steen? I was in absolute awe because mm-hmm. uh, I started on the 5th of January 1970 in newspapers. Now, on the 6th of January 1970... And we're coming up for the 50th anniversary. Mm-hmm. I went in, uh, out to Celtic to interview Billy McNeil. Now, two and a half years earlier, Billy McNeil had the, been the first British player to hold the European Cup aloft. Billy treated me like a long-lost family member, even though I'd been in journalism for precisely 24 hours. <laughs> and the friendship lasted for decades. Um, but with Big Jock people said to me, don't even ask him a question mm-hmm. unless you're absolutely sure it's a good question. Wait until you're confident enough. And <laughs> he had an unbelievable aura about him, as well as being a, a genius as a football manager, an incredible aura. Now, he was at Celtic. Willie Waddle was at Rangers. Equally scary. I've said to Willie Waddle... The most innocuous thing, like any injuries, Willie. But it oh. was Willie. Oh, right, aye. The glasses went halfway down his nose. He just turned his back and walked halfway up the marble staircase. He waited till he got to the halfway bit and said, Willie? <laughs> Willie? And kept walking. <laughs> uh, you know, I, this fresh-faced, pimply youth, <laughs> had addressed Willie Waddle as Willie. And not Mr. Waddle. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you, you learn your lessons as you go along. But do you know think that kind that's kind of missing now for football? Like, do you know, it's like I remember listening to a, a Rangers player at the time and he was referring to Graham Murray as Mutts. Yeah, yeah. At the time, and I'm going, you know. Well, that's when you know, Grado, that he's got no respect. That's what uh, I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah, you know, because no one, even Big Billy, Bertie Old, whoever was around at that particular time, no one would ever have referred to Jock Steen's NTL and Gaffer. Aye. Uh, there were one or two who used to call him Big Hokey Cokey, uh, but not <laughs> when really? he was at... Why? <laughs> well, Big Hokey Cokey, Big Joke. Uh, you know, the, but he'd never have said it in his presence. Uh-huh. Um, so, 
It is a more. It was a more differential age. Be honest. Have you sat in the house cradle, right. wanting to wanting to throttle this man here? <laughs> do you know what? I'm he offended I've got you at come, some point. No, do you know what? I've got to come clean. Like, um, oh, there's, there's, I can handle Shug. I can handle you. I, 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 honestly, there's a lot of Rangers fans out there that you know though they don't speak highly <laughs> of Mister Keynes. <laughs> right, they do. Nice well, that's true. That, no, do you know what I mean? But I've always liked listening to you. I've always liked listening to you. Um, I think I, I just I've, I've always I've always listened to you, and I've got to say as well when when uh, as a Rangers fan, um, listening to the way you spoke about Billy McNeil when he passed, uh -huh. the way you you you, you, ca you carried the show that night. I don't know if it was that night or the day after. Just the way you spoke about him, the passion and the respect for you, there's respect for him that you had. Um, I, I really I really really enjoyed Very it. Kind. You know. The, it's not just Rangers fans, let me assure you. you know, uh, this is not a state secret, but one of my brothers is a priest. And he's coming back from a funeral, and he gave me a call uh, about a family matter, and I said, where are you anyway? He said, my way back from the crematorium. Uh, he, said, the, he said, the funny thing, he said, the, the body came into the church last night, and uh, they looked up and saw my name, they said, yeah, it's a funny name, Keevan, do you any, uh, he said, yeah, he's my brother, yeah. <laughs> and he said, oh, he said, uh, Paddy in the coffin, <laughs> couldn't he stand you, brother? He used to have many a fight with him on the super <laughs> scoreboard. <laughs> so uh, I said to him, I said to my brother, the family haven't put me down as cause of death, have they? <laughs> Does it ever that does it bother you now? Does it bother you now? I mean, you, you know, spew Evans. Oh nah. That, <laughs> take that as a banter. But there's, there's, listen, <laughs> I, I've had. You never heard that one. Spew Evans. I've had decades of earnings out of this. They can call me whatever they like. Aye. I really, it really is water over duck. I, and I believe that. But I'll tell you, this is some city. My late mother-in-law, God rest her, was in the Beatson. And in her room were all of the women folk. My two girls, my wife, all the all of her daughters. It was a women only thing. Mm -hmm. And I was standing there and I was listening to my children, my wife, my sisters in law crying. Because it was very near the end. And you're staring into the distance. And a voice said, are you Hugh Keevans? <laughs> and I said, uh, uh, said uh, who do you think I win the league? <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> I, I can barely hear his question for the sound of wailing coming from my mother-in-law's room. <laughs> and I Dear said to him, I mean, it's no funny, but it's... I said, uh, Celtic, you're kidding me on. <laughs> I said, listen, you asked me a question. I've been giving the answer. It's not up for debate. If you think something else, good luck to you, but I've given my answer. He looked above my head and it said, high dependency unit. And he said, after a series, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> and he walked away. Oh, that's and glorious. I, I, and, and I thought, you know, only in this city can you get that kind of thing. Aye. Let me tell you the other side of it. 
you know, you talk about the Rangers supporters. Uh, they don't know half of it. I went to Ibrox when uh, Walter was manager. And outside in the car um, is my brother-in-law and his son, who had undergone a very serious brain operation. They, they lived in uh, Milton Jeans. So Walter came out, Shug, was I supposed to see you? And I said, no. He said, what's up? I said, listen, Walter, I've got one of uh, Janet's nephews outside. Um, big Ranger supporter. Had a brain operation and the family are trying to keep his spirits up and all the rest of it. He's shug, shug, shug. You're telling me you've got Ranger supporters in your family? <laughs> 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 I said, Walter, what can I tell you? So... Uh, the, now comes the cutting the long story short. Walter said, "Wait there, go and get him and wait there. I'll do it." And I said, "Walter, I can't. Even. The manager." I said, "Just get him." Walter Smith took him all over Ibrook Stadium into where the players were having their lunch. He came out and subsequently produced a folder of photographs with all. You know, the, the Richard Goffs and whoever. Mm -hmm. Now, Walter was kind. The fans don't see that. The fans just think spew keepings, as you say. Walter always treated me extremely well. Um, Billy, uh, the programme that night, which was very kind of you to say, was a, a, a good one. Good, so good. Um, I could walk among Big Billy, Walter, Davy Hay, Jock Wallace, you name it. Pedro Cucina? Uh, <laughs> too, too far. <laughs> nobody. nobody <laughs> Pedro was, wasn't allowed to walk near you. It wasn't, it wasn't here long enough to go for a walk. Um, <laughs> so you could do all that. The fans just think, you're this, ah. you're that. But I've told you, there you are, Walter Smith. That's a great story. You could have a joke about... What, you're telling me? Aye. You've got Rangers supporters in your family. Um, and then show an act of extreme kindness like That's that. Great. So I know what I'm all about. And the fans, you're very welcome to your misrepresentations, but that's what they are. What a nice way to end it. That was brilliant. Have you enjoyed that? I've loved that, honestly. I've, I've honestly, I've wanted to bump into it. I'll spew for years. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really have. I really have. As I say, I've always listened to you on the radio and it's Thank good you. to finally meet you and I can't wait to get the selfies on and go. <laughs> He's even on Twitter. I know, I know. I follow him. I know, I follow him. He types it in, in parchment. <laughs> you know, a quill pen. Uh, in parchment is another word that goes right on my head. <laughs> Hugh, it's been great to see you. I have to say, I'm going to blow up his arse now. Mm -hmm. In my career... Hugh, Jerry McNee, uh, and Davy Proven were the guys I learned so much from about doing this job, about standards, yep. uh, neutrality, uh, responsibility, and most of all, corduroy jackets. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to tell you, it was 30% off in uh, Loch Lomond Shores. There you are. <laughs> there you go, David. I'm going there now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going there now. <laughs> 
Oh, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Thanks so much to Hugh coming in. Stephen Doby is coming up in a minute. Before that, though, we must talk about our Beer 52 match of the week. Well, hey, congratulations to Ranger supporter Chris McCauley, who, alongside David Tanner, correctly guessed the phone there was out in the Aberdeen and Celtic match to win a case of beer. Uh, so Chris McCauley's won a crate of beer. Aye. What do I get? <laughs> Did you know Enter? No. You need Enter? Oh, for fuck's sake. Aye. Well, this week, our Beer 52 match of the week is the League Cup semi at Hamden Park between Rangers and Hearts on Sunday. Now, all you've got to do to win is guess the correct score before midday. On Sunday. Yeah. And everybody who gets the right score will go into the draw to win the beer. And you can enter by commenting on the link on the Football Daft Facebook page or tweet your score on Twitter to at Football Daft with the hashtag... Free beer. Winners must be 18 or over and stay in the UK. So... No, you just want my prediction about the game Rangers and Hearts on Sunday. Well, mm. as we all know, last weekend, Hearts upped their game, one each. This is going to be a tough one. Um, I'm going to go for Rangers to win 2-1. All right. What about the one the night before, Hibs-Celtic? I think Celtic are going to take goals off Hibs. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go for 4-1. Oh, okay. Anyway, so it's all about the, the Hearts Rangers game for the competition. Remember, hashtag free beer. All you need to do... Uh, to get the free beer from Beer52 on top of the competition is go to beer52.com slash daft and we can sort out eight beers if you cover just £4.95 for the postage. Oh, 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 now you're talking. And as an added bonus for the Football Daft listeners, you can get two extra free beers. So that's a total of 10 free beers. Your first box will be sent to you next day and will contain beer from all over Korea. It's a Korea high for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's a monthly subscription service for beer and Beer 52. Don't hold you to ransom so you can leave when? Anytime. Here, there, anytime. And as I say, I had a wee Mexicano night last week with the boys and I put a lovely Mexican spread, jalapeno poppers, nachos, spicy mince, a full lot and I supply the boys with my Beer 52s. So just go to beer52.com slash daft to get your first case of 10 beers for free. So it's time to introduce to Football Daft a man who has just had an erection. What? A statue. Oh! Erected right. in his honour at Queen of the South. Is that right? Yeah. Mm. After playing for 11 clubs, he won the English Championship playoff with Swansea, Brendan Rogers Swansea, of course, and Blackpool, Ian Holloway's, uh, as well as promotion with Crystal Palace. He also has a League Cup and Scottish Cup runner-up medal in his locker, and now back at Queen of the South in his old age, one of the most prolific strikers in Scotland. Please welcome to Football Daft, our Halloween special. Is that? Yeah. You came dressed as... <laughs> An ex model. <laughs> <laughs> An ex model, did you say? That's <laughs> fucking brilliant. I don't think that's funny, Stephen Doby. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. Thanks Welcome. for having me. Could just as John, that was funny. Here? That was funny. Um, listen, it is our Halloween special. Before we talk football, let's talk about the big burning issue. Oh. Who's the ugliest player you've played with? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the Halloween monster? Ugliest. Who is the ugliest football player, actually? That's a good question. When I say ugly like footballer, who do you think of? There's been quite a few. Michael Doyle last year, at, uh, he thought he was a ticket, but terrible. 
Absolutely terrible. Guy. Would you having himself? Oh, loves himself. Like good moves in that, but just right. But the Nando's here cutting the tight jeans and all aye, that. New socks. Doesn't know his age. Aye. Uh, right. Listen, you were brought up not that far from here, up in the east end of Glasgow. We we record this in the Temp- Templeton Carpet Factory at Glasgow Green. You were from the Barrel, Berlin. Yeah. What was it like growing up there in the 1980s? Yeah, it was. There was a lot of gang fighting. Um, we stayed right beside uh, Edinburgh Road, so it kind of took Easter House and Ballanock together. Um, so you had to watch what you were doing around about that area because there was gang fighting every night. But I think the people around about there made you grow up a lot quicker. But it was, it was, I wouldn't say it was a rough area, but you knew who was... When you seen them coming, you, you, and you moved out the way. Aye. I'll tell you how rough Ballanock is now. Do you know who the ice cream... Bob Malcolm. Is <laughs> <laughs> it actually? It is. He comes up when the kids are up for on uh, school holidays. I take them down, big bogies and free ice creams <laughs> and that. So it is brilliant. Brilliant. So Who were your heroes growing up then? Um, being a Rangers fan, well, it was Ali McCoy to start with. Take Just it. an absolute legend. And then when Gaza came, that was it. Oh. Gaza was the best player. What Amazing. was it about those two players that had problems with their weight that you related <laughs> I to? Did, I did, <laughs> you're not anymore, getting, I'm a bit older now. You're always getting pelt up for that, aren't you? I was, but I probably treated myself more than I really should have. Aye. Uh, Got to Bob's ice cream van too much? No, no, uh, KFC, <laughs> believe it or not. Is that right? Do you was, like the uh, supercharger sauce? Loved it. You're That's a junk it. food influencer. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, so McCoyst and Gaza then? Aye. And did you go to the games when you were a kid or were you playing? Yeah, went to all the games with my dad, my granddad. Where did you sit? Main stand. Main stand. Aye. Yeah. I still go there now. I still go there now. Do Even you? like uh, me and a few of my mates go to the uh, European nights. Is it true that oh, yeah. you were in Manchester on the Wednesday? When was it? We played on a Wednesday and you just had, them, you just had Rangers in the cup final on a Saturday? Yeah. I was a bit chizzy to organise a friendly against Hearts on the Wednesday. Because it was quite a gap, wasn't it, between Aye, your we, season and the championship yeah. finishing? And, and uh, the, we had about, I think it was about three weeks, final. so they took us to yeah. Marbella, did a bit of training, and then obviously the Wednesday, and then the game was on the Saturday, I'm sure. Aye. It was about seven or eight straight in the car right down to the final. Brilliant. So you, obviously after Rangers getting beat, you must have fancied your chances, thinking, here we go, yeah. Because yeah, he's, he's will be done for the weekend. They did a lot of games, so they kind of looked a bit tired and... Obviously, found myself two and all doing it half time, and mm-hmm. Jizzy just kind of said, Listen, just get everything. Because right, did it not go back to two each? Two each after yeah. 10 minutes, thinking right. we're going to win this. I think Jim Thompson scored a cracker, didn't he? he did. Sean O'Connor got the other one? Uh, Stevie Tosh. Stevie Tosh? Stevie yeah. Tosh. I think scored. Those two. Is that right? Was uh, he at Manchester or not? <laughs> no, I don't think Tosh was actually. No, I don't think <laughs> he, he was. He was the one no. who attacked the police dog. <laughs> 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 um, you were a kid, you signed for Rangers. Yeah. Uh, do you regret signing for Rangers now, given the competition for places? No, 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 definitely not. I think when I signed, uh, I think at first I was under 12, but then when I got the chance to sign an apprentice, it was amazing. I mean, I travelled the world with Rangers. We went Australia, Chile, Bermuda. Places I've seen was fantastic. And then, as I said, the, the players, obviously, as you said, the players they had at that time was hard to get into the... Anywhere near it. But it was that Advocate era, wasn't it? Advocate, you had uh, Van Bronckhorst, De Boer, uh, all the kind of players. But a few did make it through. Stevie Hughes made it through. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and him signed the same day. So that was brilliant to see a young Moe boy getting through. Mo, obviously Bob played. Uh, and then eventually you had uh, Big Griggsy and Burkey and all that kind of broke him. Who, who was your coaches then at that time? Would that have been like John Bomber. Brown? Bomber, Bomber. right? John McGregor. Bomber. 
Scary. Aye. Aye. When you heard your name getting shouted in that corridor, you knew there was something aye. wrong. Aye. But to be fair, it was it was a good learning curve because uh, I was one of the boys in the boot room, so he came down and if there was one bit of dirt, you were staying. <laughs> it was You've done. So. so you had all the jobs in those days? Yeah, we had the jobs. Uh, we, we they, the still, they don't do that anymore, though, do they? No, not really. So, no. Is that so, wrong? Aye, so they didn't I loved it. I, I honestly loved it. See, uh, taking care of, I think you had 15 first team players looking after the other boot and their shin guards and everything. And so what happens at least a Queen of the South, the, the squads, do the, the, the young team no, no do, command? We, no, we do our own kit as well. So You wash it? Yeah. Match kit? Really? Yeah, no, training kit. Training kit. But yeah, how, yeah. how did that officially stop, David? Do you know that? Do you know why this, all of a sudden, this, you know... In terms of the yeah. unions paying their dues and stuff like that, when did this become a thing? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But back in the days, you had like sort sort of things like initiations and all that kind of stuff. But these days, you don't get any of that. What was your initiation? Yes. <laughs> I say this one. Uh, it was. <laughs> you know, have you ever been in the away dressing room in Ibrooks? Aye. Yes. You've got like the slidey floor and the grates and that. They would uh, soak it all, and then they leg in the wing, yeah, along right in the wall. But you had the grates and all that, so you're cutting your legs and all that. But that was the Good initiation. Lord. So that's, what, that's what I mean. You wouldn't get that these days. No, you'd have more. What a shame kids don't have that. <laughs> I, but it is. I feel like hugging you. After I know. <laughs> Did these guys look after you? Did you get a nice tip at Christmas time? Oh, cr aye, Christmas was brilliant. What does that uh, happen? Ah, well, I did back then because we used to um, we used to mix Which is with, cool. with <laughs> we'd mix with the first team. Um, they take us to the candy bar. Do you remember candy bar? Gosh, no, we've never been. Oh, they're in the candy bar. Is that not there anymore? Rendu Street. Never heard of it. But no, they, oh, they were brilliant. As I say, we we did we mixed with them for a couple of hours candy bar, and then. Is it empty? A crabbit couldn't we? No, not really. But they'd say to you like at the end of the day, like come and get your bonus. Like, you didn't want to walk up and say, "Listen, I'm leaving you." Like, so they would give it when you were in the bar. Right. Uh, uh, Tony Vidma, he was the best. Five hundred pound he gave me. Wow! Yeah, uh, in an envelope, but so just stick it in my jacket. Away in the toilet, count that. I think I worked out about twelve hundred pound that Christmas. Um, did it break your heart to leave Rangers? At the time, no, because I knew I wasn't going to break into the. And it came to a point where I had to look after myself, and I got the got the call to say, "Listen, Bobby Williamson, we like shit hubs." Mm, so spoke to Bomber and just says, listen, I need, I need to go. Um, maybe on trial somewhere for 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 next year if I'm not going to be staying. He said, no problem. I went in uh, Hibs on the Monday, trained a week, and Bobby offered me a two-year contract. I remember seeing Bobby Williamson at Easter Road when, when you signed. Um, and I said, how's your summer been? And he said, great. He said, I'm telling you, I've signed this boy, Doby from Rangers. He said, what a finisher he is. He said, "If I can, if I can get him moving, yeah. this boy could be the, one of the best players in the league." Really, I can remember it as over yesterday, standing yeah. side of the pitch at, at Easter Road. Um, I mean, how did you think you, you did with that first big step up? Was it quite a culture shock? Yeah, it was. I would say because you get into that team with big characters like Grant Brebner, and uh, it's your first kind of first team uh, everyday environment. And then, but that team was fantastic with all the young boys coming through. Uh, was that Bruni that team with those like McManus and Bruni and Whitaker? Sam, brilliant. Whitaker. what do you call him? Uh, Gary O'Connor. So they all <laughs> were emerging at the same time. So it was a bit. It was like a bampot living. Aye, mental team. But Who was the biggest bampot? Tam and Manus, definitely. Really? Aye. Uh, really? No, as in joker wise. 
Right. He was because I travelled with him every day. Sometimes Jenny McKay would take us through as well. So what a laugh would have. Aye. What was the what was the highlight of that time at Hibernian? Um, probably the cup run. Yeah, uh, the league cup. Yeah, we beat we beat Celtic in the quarters at home, and then my goal came off the bench against Rangers and scored the equaliser, um, and obviously ended up winning on penalties. Frank De Boer missed the penalty. God, that's what right. a legend! Aye. Brilliant. Like just being on the pitch with him was. And did they remember you for your playing days in Rangers? Then they come few, to the yeah, well, Obviously, Fergie was there, and uh, the wee kit man, Jimmy Bell. Jimmy Bell. I came f- oh, obviously through all the. And they all can I say to you, well done. Belly came in after the game into our changing room and says, Fantastic, I'm did buzzing they? for you. That was amazing. That must have meant quite a it lot. It did, it meant, it meant a lot because Jimmy obviously. I would do some of the home games with Jimmy and do all the kit and all that, Help so he always looked after you. And Aye. I was going to the games anyway, so it was nah, as if it was a chore. <laughs> you know I mean? Aye, that sounds brilliant. So it was. Uh, How the hell did you thing. not win the cup final? I know, it would be off Livy. Don't know, I was on the bench. It was Bobby's fault. There's your answer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's your fault. answer. <laughs> no, um, Manager. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. When, when did you play your last game in the top division in Scotland? It would have been for Hibs, but I, I couldn't so, I'll tell you what it, it was. It was 15 years That's ago today. Awesome. Unbelievable. 15 today? years ago today. God's coincidentally. Sake. How the That's hell a farce. That was Halloween. have you not played <laughs> in Scotland's top division in all that time? Yeah. That is a farce. It's incredible. Yeah, well, I've had, I've had a few chances to go to different teams tell since us. I've been at tell us. South. But tell us. No, no tell us. I can't tell you. Come on, was, who might did you? Let me, th- let me guess. Let me take a guess. Aberdeen. I'm, I'm not saying. Did the United it? Kelly? <laughs> respect to Queens. Oh, uh, I came back to Queens to stay at Queens. Definitely not. But I came back to play for Queens. I love that loyalty you have for Queens, Queen of South. Uh, I must admit, you are an absolute hero down there. You're also a hero in Blackpool. That's why I'm wanted to wrestle you in Blackpool. Uh, I would have loved that. For those of you that don't know, Stephen Doby, did I call you or did you call me out? You called me, I'm sure. I called you. Yeah. I was doing at Palmerston and I thought you were going to be there. Yeah. Sent a video message that says, How dopey? Come on, you up for it? You got your team, I'll get my squad, Blackpool Tower. I know you're a hero down there, let's do it. Right. And we were going to do something, aye, we? We were, aye. The plan was set. Blackpool Tower was sold out, David Tanner, with a couple of thousand folk in this yeah. big, amazing arena. Fucking the crowd was in fire. What the plan was for me, maybe to get a beat done. But 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 yeah. the bad guys are peppering all Grado. Lights go down. Lights go up. Oh, Who's yeah. in the ring? The Dobster. No. What Got we honey decided on was whether <laughs> I was whether we were going to get you to nail me, Aye. or to nail the bad guy. But what I would have thought would have been better was for you to initially come out, beat the bad guys, we raise each other's hands. And you turn and fucking ah, low blow me. There we say man, you're, you're making me. But how did it not happen? Uh, I think we drew against Dundee in the cup, so we had to play on the Tuesday night. So couldn't get done for it. Couldn't get done. How gutting is that? That'd be brilliant. I think about it because I'm but, you. believe and, me, you're I'm more gutted than you because <laughs> being a big wrestling fan, that was going to be one of my highlights, uh, especially in Blackpool as well. Uh, do you do you still love in Blackpool? Still don't you? love it. Yeah. Listen. Um, you went to St Johnson. Yeah. Um, who was your manager there? It was, uh, it was John Conley. You ever remember him? Yeah, great player. Everton. <coughs> he he signed Johnson. us, and uh, 
didn't really know much about John. And uh, went in first day, chapped the door. He said, ah, because he was quite old at the time. He yeah. said, oh, come in. Went in. And have you ever seen the, remember the police academy? When he's putting put into the cup. That's what he was doing. <laughs> putting in a high. Putting in one side of the room into a cup. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, gaffer. And he's like, oh, put it in. He's like, oh, Stephen, no, nice to meet you. And I was like, oh, it's funny Brilliant. these managers that have these wee things in it that they do. Aye. You walk in on them. Like, I've never seen anyone do that. Aye, putting in, yeah. A wee mug at the Did other end of the room. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation was as well. It? I thought it was a uh, police yeah, academy. Probably, probably all Lit, of these films. Was it Lissard? That is making That, that is weird. Did Should you do any other weird stuff? No. It, no, not really. No. What about Holloway? Brilliant. Best, Th- best, best time. Good segue. Weird. Holloway. Aye. Best, best character you Aye. ever meet. Did Aye. he have any sort of mad things in his office where you'd walk in and see him? No, in his office, but just every day. Aye. Every day. Like, Constant. If he was Grenelli, their team on a Friday, it would it wouldn't be like you know like they've got the boards and all that now and all that. It would be uh, wallpaper that's not been used, <laughs> sticking up with a hatchet. No, and then but it was a portable. They've got a portable. Have you never been to Blackpool's training ground? No, it's a portable no. they've got. So he's just he's yeah nailing up a big bit of wallpaper for his doing starts drawing on it and oh who have they got left back butcher. Better off with Pat Butcher at the back there, and <laughs> just a just a laugh every every day. Aye. But character, what a guy! Did, Absolutely amazing. Did you ever? You always hear the stories of like managers, like maybe if they played well, they would treat you and take you somewhere. Did yeah. you ever do that? Like, did ever? It's just random, Aye. random stuff. Like, like we'd look at, and obviously the the training ground is right close to the beach. Aye. So when the winds hitting and all that, he would look out the window and go, ah, Nah, no, the day lads, come on. We're going bowling, and they just randomly phone out the bowling and I were coming. Our mum were going for rolls and sausage, yeah, the whole. See, oh, how brilliant. important is that? I mean, could you imagine brilliant. things, wee things like that? They must Brendan play a big Rogers part. taking out for rolls Aye. and sausage. No, for rolls and sausage, but he would have like a meal, at, arrange a meal at night time and more a sensible route. So maybe mm. a wee vegan number or something? Uh, <laughs> he, was, he was, what he knows about football is unbelievable. Really? You don't really understand some of the things he would, Teacher would be uh, amazing. What type of manager did you prefer? Both in different senses. I knew when I was coming in uh, with Holloway, I was going to have fun, mm-hmm. regardless uh, what what he was putting on. Where Brendan was mere, I was definitely going to learn something today. Sees a group of players. Who are they fighting for most? A manager that likes a wee bit of a carry on, uh, or a manager that's you know, you're amazing, you're you're learning amazing stuff mm. for him, but there's no quite that banter. Who do you know as a club overall, as a as a as a, as a dressing room, who did they uh, fight for Mayor? The both of them. Aye. I the difference the difference between them was again an example, right? Holloway signed a Spanish boy who right. couldn't speak English. <laughs> so he sent him what I want to do is today we're gonna counter attack, so we're gonna draw them in and then we're gonna hit them. But Holloway's in the middle of the midfield with him. And saying, you know, we're going to, uh, you know, a bow and arrow, we pull back and then just as that, clapped his hands and Holloway is away up the park. And the boys stand and look at him going, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brendan would, he could speak Spanish. See? <laughs> That's the difference. Hi, Brendan. Aye, he, I'm sure, because he got injured at an early age, Brendan, didn't mm-hmm. he? And he had yeah, to retire. I'm sure he went to Barcelona for couple of months and watched them training and learnt the language so with right. the Spanish boys like Angel Rango and that he could speak fluent Spanish so it made it made it uh, 
made that amazing. <laughs> no, for me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, okay, can you speak English now, man? <laughs> <laughs> Is there any manager that you played under where you fought and the rest of the locker room fought, this guy's a wank? <laughs> <laughs> Can't kind of say that one. Really? Uh, Is there any other? Those managers, you. It's his current one. No, but that, that just oh, means. No, but that, you know what? I respect that you're not saying that because you're a good guy. Aye. But there has been wankers. Aye, definitely. And there's ones that you don't. You go, you're going into the training field going. Aye, and does it affect your play? Definitely. Because as in any job, you want to be coming and enjoying yourself. Yeah. Like, and to be lucky enough to play football every day, it's. Uh, so if you're going in and someone's training isn't good and you're not enjoying it, then... It's going to affect how you play the part. It's going to affect you because you don't want it. It's like anybody turn up and they don't like their boss. In any job. They don't like their boss? Boss. All right. Boss. So the, the boss. <laughs> <laughs> God, fuck you talking about? Boss. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's talk about South. Let's go back to the first spell. Great club. Yeah. Because you got all the way to the Scottish Cup final. Yeah. And you weren't necessarily great shakes in the championship at the time. So no. what was it that just clicked into place that year? I think probably the teams we played against as well. I think we played Lifco Rose, stuff like that. When we got oh, to the, the quarters. Bus, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when we <laughs> got to the quarters, we'd, it was Dundee at home. I remember the Dundee game because it was a famous McCann. goal in that, wasn't Ryan it? Ryan McCann, 84 yeah, yards. Yeah. So you beat Dundee yeah. and then the next game is Hamden Park. I did Aberdeen. it live. An absolute classic. Yeah. And I don't think Jimmy Calder would ever recover from this as Aberdeen no. manager. So tell us about that. No, game. I think uh, first half was unbelievable. I think it was they scored, we scored, and it just kept going. Mm-hmm. I, I got injured after about 20 minutes. Jackie McNamara smashed me out in the line. Mm-hmm. Had to come off. Did Devastated. Shite bag. Yeah, uh, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I think my knee had all swollen up, but it was all right later on when I was dancing. They ended up winning. Brilliant. 4 3. 4 3, unbelievable. Uh, it was unbelievable. I remember interviewing you before that game, and uh, you were unwrapping a parcel that arrived from your boot manufacturer. Right. And uh, you had the snidiest boots I think I've ever seen for that form. Oh, what were they? Like orange or I, silver or something? Can I tell you? You know what had happened was, uh, obviously, being a big Rangers fan, we. Uh, <laughs> We, we, go. we won the quarter-final and then uh, Celtic were playing Aberdeen in the, the, qu- the quarters. So we were playing whoever won that. Yeah. And uh, so I think it got back to replay, back to Parkhead. And I thought, oh, definitely Celtic going to win, right? I'm getting these boots made up. So right. we got the blue and the red and the white right. boots. <laughs> and <laughs> Aberdeen won. Little <laughs> 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 like right idiot. <laughs> um... <laughs> You're back at Queen of the South now. You're back. Yeah, back. You're back. The return of the prodigal. Why did you choose there? Because, you know, it, it strikes me, with respect to the championship, you could still be playing in uh, the Scottish Premiership. There's yeah. a good chippy. Half a mile for the park. There is that, aye. You know what I'm talking about? Is it called the pa- is it called the Palmerston Cafe or something? Aye, that's right. Aye. Is that the one I'm talking aye, about? Aye. Oh, shout out to the bad boys. Brilliant. Oh, you, you Actually, I think my dad was there last night. Was he? Was he? Was he? Do you go there quite a lot after games? I don't, because right. I don't eat that kind of thing anymore. Nah, your buddy's a temple. But, but sorry uh, for interrupting there, just to uh, put all that cafe That's a great stat, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this is why this is the best football podcast. Brilliant. Why not the Premiership? Why Queen of the South? Um, I just 
when I left Queens, they did so much for me. Yeah. Um, as I said, I was it was sort of my last chance at the time. Ian McCall gave me, and then Chizzy took over, and, and uh, always said I would come back at some point. And uh, I was at Bolton the year before. We were we were in administration, and who was in charge at Bolton at the time? Uh, Sorry, Lenny. Was it Lenny? Lenny was manager, I. I. How's you going? Aye, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't play with as much as I would have liked, but mm. uh, okay. it was tough Lenny, times. Do you hope that when it, Lenny, your old gaffer, wins the league this year? Definitely not. <laughs> 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 no, hey, it's going to be a close one. But, Aye, uh, it's going to be a close one. Listen, I must close. tell you, a good, good friend of mine, Jim Melrose, who was chief scout, I spoke to him today. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. Great, great knowledge of the game. Uh, and I'm sure you'll agree with this. Right. And I said, Stephen Doby's coming in today. And he said, David, he's the best finisher I have ever seen. That's a good compliment. Now, Jim, when he played at party, <laughs> when he when he moved on, he was replaced yeah. by Mo Johnson from the reserves. Yeah. He signed for Leicester. His first strike partner there was Gary Lineker. So it's you know, played with That's Brian McClare yeah. and Mo at Celtic. He knows what he's talking about here. But he yeah. said he used to go and watch you in training at Bolton and he said your finishing was Genuinely second to none. Mobility, yeah. not not quite not there. The would you agree with that summary? Does that does that sound like yourself? Uh, yeah, I'm probably more renowned for my for my finishing. Mm -hmm. um, but that was when I was at Rangers as a kid. I would work on it. Mm -hmm. um, was there a striking coach there? <laughs> no, there wasn't. So you just take a bag of balls out. I'd stick two poles either side of the goalpost and just. Side foot, side right. foot, and just repetition. Mm -hmm. That is a great compliment, but isn't it? Oh, amazing. How much did uh, Billy Dodge, being your, the striking uh, coach, did, did, did that help you? He he got my, I would probably say, my confidence back and myself really? finishing-wise. Um, right. And that was probably... Like, yeah. would, would, how did you get your confidence back? How? Just continually hitting the target, I would say. I, I think just makes perfect. Well, I'd say to the kids in the corner south, no slashing at it, no smashing it. Just take your because time. I take your time because then in the game, you have that wee extra yard and you'll just naturally do it. Talking of striking partners, what about last year's striking partner, Lyndon Dykes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. aye. Yeah, he's going on. He was a good player for him. me. Yeah. It was sort of the same as everybody says when I say to people, Sean O'Connor at the time. Uh, Tall guy, did the running. <laughs> did the bashing, battling people yeah. for me, and then I just try and sniff around about him. What about him for Scotland? Is that a bit early? Yeah, but over the top. Well, why not? If Shanks can, and he's doing it in a league blow. I could, uh, and we're crying out for a, a striker, aren't we? Do you see yourself? A wee bit of yourself in Lauren Shankland? Yeah, I, the story reminds yeah, me of you. Probably the story. It does. Yeah, I think I would probably say he's more of a penalty box striker, mm. getting. Uh, Crosses and headers and that, where um, I like to build the play outside that. Were you surprised that he went to Dundee United? No, not really. Obviously, I've seen uh, there was a few teams and Swansea was one of the time one of the teams. So mm. when we played against there, I had a, a wee chat with him. Oh, did you? Because uh, obviously I'm good pals with McCall, so and mm. that was coming at the time. So when I spoke to Collie, was he telling me to put put put, so put yeah, I leave state put him off it. <laughs> He could have gone to Swansea and, and sought your advice. Yeah, obviously. Uh, um, but Dundee United, massive club where obviously they shouldn't be in the, the division they're in. So Lawrence gone there. Uh, he's, I think he's scored 14, 15 goals already. So 
He's made a week. difference for them, yeah. However, let's talk about the big game a couple of weeks ago. Dobie versus Shankland. Wow, there was only one. one I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know why people that? keep uh, putting me against Lawrence. Do you know what I mean? Because you are prolific goal scorers yeah. and super footballers in a division uh, where you stand out head and shoulders above the rest. Yeah. Is the honest answer. Was this in your mind? And that's a good comparison. thing. As I say, that we're not similar players. No, you're not. I think I think we'd probably play good together. Right. So are the um, and Ian McCall said that as well. Forty would be great together. <laughs> I think I'm past that, but. Um, but don't need a third. David Weir played for Scotland at 40. Yeah, mm. but David Weir was uh, he was a class above, mm. even can, at his age. Can I also you remember how David Turner, uh, you um, gave us a story? Also want to tell a story. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you make it short for me because I was a lot short on yours. I, I'll I, fucking tell I you. Have to, I was boring myself. <laughs> <laughs> In 2009, mm. before I ever graced the screens. <laughs> I'm in uh, Brayhead Shopping Centre. <laughs> I seen a guy sitting in a chair himself and I went, that guy's a football player. <laughs> and I went up and I sat down and I went, you're a football player. <laughs> you went, exactly then you like went, that. Then you went, kinda. <laughs> <laughs> and I goes, right, who'd you Modest. play for? I goes, right, you play for, who'd you play for? St. Mullen? No. Aberdeen? No. St. Mullen? No. Rafe Rovers? No. Who are you? <laughs> is that, it was like uh, that, wasn't it? Uh, wasn't it? Just said my name and uh, told you who I played for, and you went, all right, mate. And just walked, <laughs> walked away. <laughs> Did you think this laddie's a bit, a bit saft in the heat? But it's uh, funny how but he can probably, remember it. He uh, can remember it, didn't uh, you? Uh, uh, Ten uh, years on, can I formally apologise on behalf of the Football <laughs> Daft podcast? I think that's a great story. That was class. Great story, man. That is terrific. Tell me this, um, it's your second spell, how long can you go on for? Um, I'm definitely going to play next year. Are you? I'm hoping, I've not had an offer yet for Queen of South, I'm hoping I'll be Queen oh, of South. Um, but I think it's a long time retired, so yeah. if my legs are still going, then I'll yeah. definitely be playing next year. Oh, that's terrific. What if Gerard comes in for you? Oh, that's a close one. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, probably Rangers. <laughs> aye. <laughs> but I mean, you've 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 been at Queen's so long. I mean, they should make a they should cast a statue in your honour. Yeah, they not? I know it was a bit time. Nah, that what, an honor. Me. what an honour! What an honour! That's what I'm saying. I completely respect the way you your loyalty to aye. that club. I think it's I think it's brilliant. You don't get enough of it. In fact, by David, you know, I agree. I think has you know absolute. Dedication to that that club. Regarding the regarding the statue, I mean, I mean, the, the statue's other, about fucking four. The other two legends <laughs> on it have obviously passed away, and their family is a great honour. But so for the me, other two is Alan Ball, Alan Ball, and Billy Houston. Oh yeah. Um, but for me, we've only been thirty six and having a statue outside a a club that I love. And that yeah. What more do you need? What and mayor? how do you feel? How did you feel when you saw the statue at first? Yeah, it was emotional because obviously I've got my kids there on the unveiling, and I'm. Does, does it look like you? Side view. Does uh, it's a it's wooden. It's wooden, so it's obviously a the, wooden statue. The, the beards all carved and all that, and uh, I went and seen it last night. Actually, and it's 
Oh, is, it, is it not been unveiled yet? Aye, it's been unveiled. Aye. Oh, has it been unveiled? I just go every home game I go and look at it. Cheers for the fucking invite. <laughs> Cheers <laughs> for the invite. Be honest, have you taken a selfie with it? Oh, aye. Straight away. Yeah. Straight away. That's good lad. Yeah, that's it. Has uh, it got a cone that's that's it. Right, yeah, just, <laughs> right. there, you? You've got wood there. That's it there, aye. Oh, no, is that you front on? Aye, front on. Aye. Is that you? Aye. <laughs> it's made a wood grade. Oh, come on, what more you want? <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why did he pay for that? The guy, the guy made it was for Wales, so I'm not Why sure if he was a Cardiff fan. Why should he take it? What? What did you say there? He was for Wales, the guy that carved it. So I don't know if he was a Cardiff fan or a Swansea fan. I tell you what, I. I've met a lot of people who've had statues. <laughs> Fergie, Best, Dennis Law, Eusebio, all of these guys. Yeah. Um, and it's such a thrill to meet someone who has been so special. So to have it. That's what I'm saying. Ah, that's a different level of players that you're going through there, David. They were, they were, they were half decent. Yeah, they, they, were they never played for the Queens, though. Yeah. No, I just Unfortunately the for... Them. Tell me this, what's your pre-match meal? What was your pre-match meal at the beginning of your career and what is it now? You've been up with me for too long. Uh, last time I was at Queen's, we'd have just been maybe a KFC on the way. Yeah. On the way? McDonald's, yeah. <laughs> yep. You cutting the zone? No, I'm being serious. Yeah. Is that, but, but is that what they tell you today, the nutritionist? They tell you you get <laughs> <more>? <laughs> No, no. Uh, wow. No, it's, it's different days back then. Yeah, I was yeah. in a what different you, frame now? of mind. Now I'm generally salmon, rice, broccoli. Wow. Sweet potato. I know, it is quite yeah. boring. No, now, but, but different now, I've got kids and mm -hmm. uh, and they obviously eat healthy with me as well. What about the biggest game of your career? What was that, the best game? Biggest Swansea Redding Cup final. Mm -hmm. um, 90,000 family there. Set up one. 90,000 of your family? 90,000 of your family. That was all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of guests you had to pay for. Set up one, Scotty Sinclair scored. And then I scored straight after it. Best feeling I'll ever have. What about the best player that you've ever played against? Against? Best... Uh, Aguero. Aguero. Aye. Definitely. Aguero. God, that's funny. Sergio Aguero. You mean you think you were playing Aye. with Queen of the South? Aye. And then... How long was I had it? Had to yourself for uh, two years or something after that. Three years. Do you know what I mean? Is That's there good. any players, Dobie, where you've been in a team <laughs> and Wait you've went us. and you've went? Why is this guy playing football? How did he get my got a contract? Has <laughs> <laughs> it been that that? You know what I mean? Has it ended been that rotten? I tell you, you get you get players that uh, you train with every day and you go, he's terrible. But you're not obviously telling him that. But then you come to the game and he's brilliant. Aye. I played with uh, Jason Yule, you remember him? Yeah. The Charlton, remember? They went, they were sixth or seventh. Aye, that's right. Scoring goals for fun. Turned up, played for Blackpool. Couldn't control the ball. No. I was saying, I, I remember watching him on match of the day, scoring goals Aye. against Arsenal and United and everything. And you train with him, you're like, oh, it's, Aye. it's not it's What was the problem? Um, they said that your legs have gone, but his feet gone. Uh, no, I, I, he's, Jason had just got to that age where he wasn't playing much and... Who was the best player you played with then? Um, played with um, Wilfred Zaha. Yeah. Unbelievable. Better than Charlie Adam. Oh, aye. Do you know, it's, Wilfred's skills are unbelievable. It's, it's funny you're saying the thing about Charlie Adam. The reason why I asked that question was in Gerard's book, he totally buries Charlie Adam right. and says, 
you know, the day that Charlie <clears> Adam <throat> turned up at Liverpool, he went, who the fuck have we signed? Aye. And he, you know, he nailed him in his mm-hmm. book. And I had to laugh a couple of weeks ago when Gerard came on with the Rangers tap. It Aye. was Charlie Adam and Gerard that got brought home at the same time. <laughs> and I'm going, that must be an awkward situation. Awkward, Do you know what I mean? Because Aye. he totally went to town, Gerard, Aye. on Charlie Adam. Charlie was good, for, especially for Blackpool. But that was, Ian Holloway done brilliant for him. Before we, before we ask you our last question, I'd like to put it to the the audience and to you as well that there should be a statue of Grado yeah. in the top end of Stevenson. Definitely. Maybe the bottom end too. Maybe one in the middle. Why not? No, do you know what? Um, there's if it, was, if, if it was set up the top end, it get knocked down. But there's <laughs> Stevenson Cross. There's a Cross Keys pub. Right. Uh, and there's a wee bus stop there and there's a nice wee garden area just behind there yeah. <laughs> but the problem is Gordon Smith's also for Stevenson you know Gordon aye, Smith aye. I think we'd need to maybe can I see the big use, use of put the three men up I aye. think we'd maybe need to do that also Mallorca Lee the DJ for Ultrasonic do you aye. remember him? no mm-hmm. anyway the three years are for Stevenson aye. and also uh, what do you call him Rob Thornton the, da- the darts player oh, he's for Stevenson that's going to be a Fucking it's a lot of metal. Uh, <laughs> right. uh, so, but we'll just David Gordon Smith then. Aye, aye. So you are. <laughs> uh, but thanks for that, David. Uh, that'd be a decent. That would be good, and I would invite you to the unveiling and that. I would definitely be there. So thanks very much. Aye. But we need to get this wrestling deal sorted out, though. Definitely. Because I know your Wayne's love the wrestling as well, didn't they? Did they enjoy aye, that night? Love it. They enjoy love that it. night. Aye, brilliant. Where, where, where do you think we should have it? Do you think we should have it in Blackpool or somewhere up here? Anywhere you want, mate. I told you on that <laughs> when we did the video. Anytime. Aye, aye. Would you like to come back here and do wrestling? Daft? Oh, I'd love it, aye. especially of the Lisa. <laughs> especially of Chris Jericho. Or whatever's aye, coming. Jericho aye. was on last week. Aye. Jericho was on last week. <laughs> David Tanner's off. <laughs> right. Is that way? Is that Sabi? Stephen, thanks very much. It's been an absolute honour having you on the show. I've always wanted you on it, on it for the very start. So it's good to have you here. Thank you. Uh, sorry about Tanner. He's on about. Sorry. <laughs> Well, David Boy, the suntan yeah. Superman, I thoroughly enjoyed. I my thor- tan fell off. No, yesterday. no, no, you still hadn't. How did it fall off? Well, I just, um, I've been home for long enough. It's bloody, but how cold was it this week? I'll tell you, I'm waking up in the mornings, David, and I'm having to come, I'm having to stick on the blows, early doors. I'll tell you, the night's a fair drawing in. <laughs> anyway, if you've enjoyed Football Daft, then you can go and review online. Give us your reviews. Be honest. Let us know. I know that... Uh, were punters gushing in their praise of me? Yes, they were. They loved you. And uh, But I've got a review here from Michelle. Love you, Grado. Started listening to the podcast to help drift off to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but need to listen to yours during the day because all a day is laugh. Oh, that's lovely, Michelle. That comes from lovely Michelle. What did Michelle say about me? Absolutely fuck all. Enough, enough. Michelle, I By hope the way, <laughs> a guy did tweet me and say, uh, so funny he almost drove his car off the road. There you go. That wasn't me, it was you, it's been funny, obviously, but uh, I thought it was really nice. Oh no, that was really nice, aye. Usually when I'm on the telly, people <laughs> go in their car and drive off <laughs> mountaintops. So that was quite nice. No, David, <laughs> deliberately. You were brilliant on the telly, I can't wait till you get reemployed. <laughs> Until that happens, I'll be here. Can I come back next week? Yes. Aye, as long as you get somebody, get, like that. see that, who are you guest? I was literally starstruck, David. I've I I, I love I love, I love old Spew Evans. Love him, love him, love him. Oh, that was great. I, I thought it was going really well until you called him Spew. Do you Kevens. think that was a wee bit of order? I thought it was disgusting, to be honest with you. 
But it's just what he needs. He deserved it, the old goat. Hugh is 70 in a couple of weeks. See how goat do you mean greatest of all time? Exactly. And by the way, how good was Stephen Doby? Oh. It's not every day you get a chance to meet someone who has had... A statue? Mm. He's got a statue, mate. Yeah. Mate, he's got a statue. Well, so they say. I mean, it was built with wood. <laughs> it's really nice, though. It's, it's really nice. Yeah. Whenever, whenever I'm going through them free, so I'm going to go by there and take a nice wee selfie and lay a nice wee wreath. He's no DJ, but I mean, let's <laughs> keep it anyway. And then go to the chip shop. Yes, the Palmerston Cafe. Superb for supper. Can I believe we get away with this? I know. Can you believe it? That's why it's called Fitba Daft. David, you've been football. Grado, you've been daft. It's yourself! Remember that? This is 4Network.